Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Welcome to The Fear, a podcast about the overlap between comedy and horror. I'm Sarah Morgan. This week, I've been scaring myself by thinking about what goes into my favourite food, which is IKEA food. I'm probably going to die of hot dogs and uh, elderflower sparkling drink. And it will be worth it. And tiny dimes. Oh, the tiny dimes. Uh, Yeah, so this week, my uh, guest is wonderful Phil Nickel. We talked about lots of things that scare him, including The Wizard of Oz, which is totally underrated as a horror film. We talked about uh, an experience that Phil had in an altered state when he was in Australia that involved vampires. And we talked about... um, I think this is my favourite ever wildcard fear that a guest has brought him. And I think that's just a brilliant thing to admit anyway, but to admit it and be really funny while talking about it uh, is just what makes Phil uh, as special as he is. Just moving stuff around. So. Yeah. So give us some. We're, just, we're in a real space. That's, that's we're a, not in a. That's just me tapping a wall with a spoon. So yeah, that's some excellent foley work that's going on there. <laughs> that's uh, you'd never. You'd think this is a real cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. But what actually happened is we just put it in afterwards. So. Yeah, just a big slope. We're actually in a dark room. We're in that room like in Star Trek where you go in anything. <laughs> a hollow. Where Mori, where, where Moriarty lives. We've had two cups of coffee and yeah. some cinnamon buns from Gales, and we were on fire. And it's a beautiful sunny spring day. So I think it's funny is that fear is the fear you get from drinking coffee. Yeah. Do you get the fear from coffee? Yeah. It's totally. not while I'm drinking it. While I'm drinking, I feel like king of the world. Mm-hmm. And then about 20 minutes after, I've had like four really strong coffees. Mm. Glenn Wool and I once went to the cinema to watch. I can't remember what it was. A really, it was supposed to be a really good movie. We got to uh, the Curzon in Soho early. We had, Glenn was drinking triple uh, macchiatis, and I was drinking macchiato, macchiato, mm-hmm. and I was drinking espressos. We had like three triples, went into the film, sat there, and just as the movie started, we went, we can't watch. We had to get yeah. We had the fear of like, I can't, we can't watch this. So we, I can sit here. And we went and, and then went to a coffee place. And, and then more coffee. Yeah, we had more coffee. Did you think at some point it would like mainline? Like, like you'd find like a hummingbird, you'd, like that episode of Futurama where he has a hundred cups of coffee. Oh, yeah. Because that, yeah, 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 yeah. that's, that's a self induced fear. Like, it is. The fun of drinking too much coffee and getting. Uh, Getting anxious. Yeah. This has come up a lot on the show, actually, is the, the sort of adrenaline... Yeah, the things that people do to sort of test their fear, the adrenaline stuff. Yeah, yeah. Most comedians do that every night, and they yeah. have these very strange adrenaline levels where they're wide awake in the middle of the night, or, like... I mean, you get a full workout on stage as well, because you are very... You think that, but then I was then I was just but I was chubby and fat for years. So it might have been the balance of pizza and burger diet. <laughs> but 
<coughs> you would have been bigger. But you're in, you're in very fine fettle right now. Oh, well, I feel like, yeah, but I'm not, but I, that's uh, conscious. You, everyone I've spoken to so far, I think, has believed in ghosts a little bit. I or maybe Not at all. Yeah, not the slightest. Yeah. Not the slightest. I, and, and you I know what? You know what? This is, <laughs> this, no, this is the weird, lovely polarization of beliefs, and it's a little theory I have because my beliefs were so strong and so devout and so yeah. unquestioned yeah, of course. for many, many years that when you start, when, a, when you just put a little crack in it, mm. it suddenly the whole thing comes apart. And mm. All that stuff is just, I'm not saying it, it isn't possible. I'm just saying that as a rational, realistic person, I've never, ever experienced it myself. Yeah. And therefore, for me, it is not real. And that's that's all. Cool. I, I, you can, if you, you say, if you said to me, no, I was like, there was a thing floating. I'm thinking, well, that's what you saw and that's what you think. Yeah. That's what you experienced. Mm -hmm. Then it's real to you. For me, there's probably a rational explanation, but when it doesn't really matter yeah. to what I think. Exactly. And what you think doesn't really matter. Exactly. Either. And it's respecting other people's things. But I do find it really interesting because you didn't take talking, you know, how you want to talk for granted. You had to learn to do that. And again, you, you didn't take your, I, I'm a, I don't know if you're an atheist, but your, your faith... Uh, you had to question your faith and then find the cracks in it. So I think yeah. you are... That's so suited to being a comedian because it's that unpicking, it's the questioning and sort of looking and then taking it... Uh, never taking it for granted once you come through the other side. Yeah. Take, I, I, just as you said that, I thought taking it personally. I've never thought this before. Yeah. I'm, I just took it personally. Right. So I don't, think wow. a lot, I don't know if a lot of people do take it personally because I think you a lot we're trained to go, well, that's what it says right here. Mm. And, and I, I, from a very young age, went, I read never believed anything I read always read between the lines and that included mm. when I started reading like you know things like Chomsky even that I kind of went well you know, I like some of his ideas and something you know like other people go what are you talking about <laughs> who, who are you to say I'm like well, I don't know who I am I'm, I'm me fuck you I don't yeah. know who's he if he sat there and thought that he wouldn't have written the thing in the first place right Yeah. if he wasn't sure that it was his so you, you have to, to have really valid uh, uh, thoughts original thoughts and you have to not you have to question your own opinion you have to be really personal and yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm right but yeah, by any means but I, I just but I I, I, I like uh, I like thinking things through to yeah. their to their logical end in my logic my inner logic yeah. but, but that seems like yeah. such an important part of stand up you never yeah. take anything for granted and, you, and also being intensely personal I mean you are one of the most personal stand ups I've is it okay? Yeah. You're an well, incredibly personal stand. Like everything is, you know, you don't go on stage and go, not, not, who's that, you know, you, yeah, everything. Comes. I have some of those. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, oh, don't get me wrong, you're a pun master. Uh, knock, knock, knock. knock. <laughs> who's that? Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill Clinton. Well, you don't know who Bill Clinton is? <laughs> what the fuck? What's going on? Like, this why Bill Clinton. I don't know. Because that's when <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> oh, is that when you wrote it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, wait, 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 knock, knock. He's the Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill Clinton. <laughs> Open the door, Hillary. Come on. This is bullshit. I don't even sound like him. <laughs> okay, okay, I will stop. There's a, there's, so, that, okay. go, that goes I, on for I, about I, nine I knock, knock jokes. Phil is an astonishing <laughs> okay, <knock, knock. laughs> Well, as uh, on this show, we I ask my guests to uh, bring in three things we're going to talk about, three fears. And uh, the first, I'd like to go easy and gently with the first thing we're going to talk about, yeah. which is uh, I asked you to sort of tell me about uh, something from a film or a yeah. TV show that scared you, and you came up with it's brilliant because I started watching this clip on YouTube. And it's amazing. I would have been maybe yeah. So let's, when I first well, I would have been about nine years, nine years old, something like that, ten, eight to ten. I'm not sure how old I was, but I was just below, just still young enough to not be to be to believe things you see. On so for me, even though it's going to be it's funny and it's ridiculous now, 
at the time, there's something about the image that actually uh, took me. I was I had nightmares about it. I remember <clears> waking up and I remember my, my I remember mm. it's one of my earliest when my mum's sitting on the end of the bed trying to explain to me that it is it's not something that's real and it's not wow. something that I will ever have. So this is the scene from The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz, yeah. Uh, during the Twister. During the Twister. Uh, when the in your put it in your words. Cause I love the way you described it. Yeah. You said when the witch. What's when the witch? Which when, what's when the what's when the school teacher on the bicycle turns into the witch on the broom? Okay, ca- and she cackles. Hey, Asleep, and they've got this projection screen yeah. in front of the window moving past really fast, so it looks the, like and it's such a the, brilliant tur- the, tur- the, turkey, the turkey house is being blown into yeah. the air. She's so, she's so waking up, waking there's up Toto's up, there as well, I with think his that. hair being blown back. There's, so they're blasting that dog with right, the window. And there's machine. the auntie and, and the cat. Auntie, a thing I love is that everyone looks so happy when they're blowing past, yeah, like the guys yeah. in the rowboat and Auntie M yeah, the yeah, cat. Everyone, look, the cow. she's the only one who's oh, freaking to, out. To, 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 yeah. Which is that nightmare thing there's, of everyone else being fine with the situation. There's uh, the uncles the in, in the rowboat. Yeah, they're all fine. And she's not sure what's going on. And she's her hair, but things are starting to blow a little bit more. Yeah, they're throwing. And then she looks down into the twister, and that's when she gets scared. And there you go. Yeah. And like Toto's under the bed, <sighs> and there's bits of the house. And there's and there the she is. There she is. Teacher on the bike, and she's bouncing around like. And she looks over. I mean, she gets clearer as she clicks cl- closer she looks over she... watch oh. oh and then she just turns look, into and then she a... cackles now, yeah she's having that, a fucking look, ball isn't she I've got, are you having a half of goosebumps hey this it's is still, the thing it's still, it's still I live for the moment when people get goosebumps on this podcast I just got so I just got goosebumps somewhere oh look oh baby oh that's fantastic and it's silly because if you watch you're like Black and white movie. It's silly, it's but not, I think that she looks over. There's yeah. something about me. She looks over. She's on the bike. She looks over. She looks back. Turns to the witch, cackles, and I was like, "That's the most terrifying thing." There are so many things about that that why it is terrifying and absolutely holds up is because it's she waking up from a dream, which yeah. is always weird when you wake up from a dream. Everyone yeah. else is fine with the yeah. fact that there's this horrible thing going on outside her bedroom window. Yeah, the special effects brilliant with everything going past the window. And the dissolve from the school teachers to the witch is so brilliant because you sort of know, kind of know how it's done, but yeah. it's so brilliantly done. Yeah. And the witch is enjoying herself. Which the witch is, is she's enjoying herself. She's enjoying but herself also, being stuck it in the sets her up yeah. for the rest of the film, that Perfect. scene, right? You You're going to see, see her again. You don't, yeah. you don't know who she is. She shows up when the other witch is uh. under the when, when the red, when the ruby slippers, that's the next time she shows up. And it's like, she's terrifying. I love it. See, you are looking, you're still rubbing your arms. God, get, get, get some feeling back in them. God, they're, um, so yeah, so you were, you were a kid and you, and you remember your mum like telling you it's all going to be okay and it's only a film. Yeah, yeah, but, but, it, but it was on, it was on, it wasn't just one there watching, yeah. it was ongoing. I kept waking up to the oh same, having, and, the, and I remember the dream specifically, the first one was I was in a tower is there, a, is there a scene where she's in a tower, or is it it's when the monkeys? I'm thinking must, but I remember the, the, the I remember this, the, the 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 witch going round, 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 mm. round tower, waking up, and I just was I could oh not break, I couldn't break that that spell. Jeez, and were you scared of witches generally after that point, or was no. it just her? No, not witches, right. vampires after that. Yeah, well, we're gonna get vampires. on to that in a second. 
I was, left, I was left at home when I was about 14, 15. We uh-huh. can't really do that anymore. But I was, <laughs> I told her brothers, and I think they were supposed to be looking after me. They, yeah. They'd gone out to do something. I was 50, 14 or 15. Yeah. I mean, I used to, I used to no, have that's a, a good scare, right? I used, to have, I used to have a key around my neck when I was, you know, when my mom started working when yeah. I was 13 or 14. I used to come and let myself in and do all my chores. I don't think you're allowed to do that anymore. I know, like, well, I think, 13, well, I do. I said, 13 year old. certainly how I grew up, but yeah. 13, I don't, yeah, don't, you don't, don't know, but yeah. No, I don't I, think you're supposed to. You don't think it's illegal now. But anyway, watching, uh, sitting with others, I, I watched watch The Exorcist by myself. Mm. And that was that. But I couldn't go upstairs, and I, I was shouldn't have been downstairs when mm. my mum and dad got home. But my brothers had had left were there in the basement or something, and I was terrified. I think there's something about if you're a latchkey kid because I was one of those as well. Like you let yourself in from yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that is the age when you start poking at supernatural horrors. Yeah. Because you can't watch Silence of the Land on it because that could actually happen to you on the way home. Yeah, but no, something no. about testing your own fear levels yeah. with ghosts and monsters and goblins and stuff. Well, you know what? Really but, I, but I'm from an era where those movies were like um, Vincent Price films mm. other than The Exorcist was the first real horror movie. Right. So I was, that was at the time. So because it was so real, then, it was... Because then yeah. Poltergeist and all those other movies yeah. came out. And then Freddy and the Freddy yeah. and So, But I'm not afraid Ghosts. No, I'm afraid of no ghosts. As you stated, <laughs> yeah. afraid of Lady Ghostbusters. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid. Have um, you ever heard the, the, the Yorkshire band X Centrex? No. X Centrex. So yeah, they're a thrash metal band. Mm. They do a cover of Ghostbusters. It's pretty fucking awesome. Cool. <laughs> the whole crowd was wild. You still mentioned Vampires Only One, and this was this is another thing that you wanted to talk about, which is your childhood. Which is another. There's two childhood choices here, which I um, approve of wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, and you said, yeah, vampires. You were scared, terrified of vampires as a kid. And just now, biting my neck. It was really weird because I, I used to just remember going to sleep and pulling the pulling the sheets mm. up to my chin, like sort of fist to chin mm. with sheets in them. We're both being the as if, as, if, yeah, <laughs> as if as if the vampires are going to go and like. Pull it off and bite your neck anyway. Yeah. I don't know why, just getting bitten in the neck. And how old are you then? Uh, were you still religious? Yeah, about no, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe eight or nine. So that's weird because you believe in two sort of. I don't know where vampires fit in with. Well, well I'm not really sure, maybe because they're undead, because they don't, because in vampires don't die. You know, right. I was, I was, you know, I was in. Uh, the uh, religious belief everything dies and all that's oh, judged of course. or something so it actually didn't gel with your beliefs mm, probably I mean this is way too probably way, way more deep than no that. no I didn't really thought about it like that yeah. it might actually be one of the things that pulled, made me think yeah well if they can live it, like I never think of vampires being eternal creatures even though they are but right. they always die don't they they are very vulnerable for things that are meant to not live. Like you, there's that list. The list of the ways you can kill a vampire is like yeah. yeah, decapitation. Well, that's the same for everyone. Yeah. You can stay through the heart, heart right? Yeah. And then there's sunlight, and there's yeah. like garlic, yeah. and there's silver crosses, and there's yeah, they're fucking flimsy. Yeah, they're flimsy, yeah exactly. flimsy creatures for immortals. Yeah, yeah. bring it on. We yeah. say the yeah. sun coming out. Immortal fuck is kind you of vampires. Any vampires listeners can fuck off. Yeah, screw you. Sorry, I didn't mean to swear. You can swear your not a swear your tits off. No. No, don't swear a vampire. That's we'll, we'll, the one thing. There'll be some hate. new reboot of that vampire law where it's like, oh, actually, you can't swear vampires. That's what they. Well, there's that, the, the what we what we did in the shadows. They oh, get such a funny. That's what so. Oh, funny. That's so classic. You, I think that's kind of done vampires for a while. 
you can't really yeah, do that. But exactly. you, if you take a vamp, if you're a vampire movie now, you can't be taken seriously because that movie did it. We're not just pointing the finger at you, Deacon. You're a cool guy, but you're not pulling your weight in the flat. Oh, I'm glad to hear that I'm cool. No, that's not the point, though. Yeah, no, I know. Not a I know. flat meeting about how cool you are. I do. Eating. The point is, Deacon, that you have not done the dishes for five years. Vladislav is right. It's unacceptable to have so many bloody dishes all over this bench like this. I'm so embarrassed when people come over here. What does it matter? You bring them over, you kill them! <laughs> Rule of Three, a podcast presented by me, Joel Morris. And me, Jason Hazley. In which we talk to people who make comedy. About the films, and TV, and books, and records, and comics, and people that make them laugh. She doesn't want people having a go at Martin, <laughs> even though she can. And that's true of, I mean, most of my friends are idiots, but they're my friends. Yeah. <laughs> I never really understood what Hans Solo did for a job. <laughs> you don't need to know anything more than, like, he's just sobbing while being punched in the balls. They were just trying to make each other laugh in the office. You have to show a certain amount of contempt for your audience. <laughs> <laughs> Write your own jokes, Ben more, you lazy bastard. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Rule of Three Pod. Rule of Three. Available now from all good podcastier. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, my name is Pete Ellison. This is Dave Cribb. Hello, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends, as you might have guessed from the music that's playing underneath, uh, which is a sort of lo-fi rendition of the Friends theme tune for rights reasons. We get a different guest on every week on our podcast to talk about their favourite episode of Friends. And we look through it in excruciating detail. We pick through levels of plots like no one has ever done before. So if you like Friends or just listening to people talking, which are both valid activities, do look us up on the old podcast app than that friends with friends and we're on twitter at friends wf it also it also achieved the the fear factor of like oh no these guys are are even like yeah. psycho psychotic and the special effects in it are yeah. as cheap as they are, are no, no. amazing because yeah. they're yeah. just really I love a cheap really I love simple. a really well thought out cheap spe- in camera special effect because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. someone has, has put so much more thought into it than, yeah, oh, yeah when, he's, when he's stuck up in the corner 
That's yeah. a great effect. And uh, when he turns into the bat, when he yeah. flies into the electricity line yeah. <laughs> and goes from a bat to a human and just drops. Yeah. And I think the only way you can do that is just to actually just drop. Yeah. But they probably, yeah, mattress behind the car. Yeah. But as far as, it just looks like a guy who is fucking great. Yeah. Watch, uh, so, um, so you can, now you have no fear of vampires, I assume. Well, no, I didn't have for, for, for years. And then, mm. but then I had this moment, this is like years when we first started touring and uh, we were in Melbourne, Australia. It was my mm. first year in Melbourne. Mm. And our tour manager was uh, Paul Thomas, who was the guitar player for a band called Weddings, Parties, Anything. Okay. Now, they're a massive band. They had a huge hit, The True Story, in that kind of Australian song-telling uh, tradition that Mick, Th- Mick Thomas, the songwriter, wrote about this group of um, criminals, convicts, who escaped and were trying to get to Hobart, which is a free town, uh, and on the way had to... Cause Australia is really deadly on the way they couldn't uh, catch anything to eat so they killed each other and when they when the guy arrived, arrived to Hobart Town they questioned him as to where all the other men went and it turns out that he ate them all he was a cannibal so that was one of their songs okay so they, so, we, we, so, they, so they invite us to a party now in Melbourne this is, Melbourne's a lot more cosmopolitan and, and cool it used to be very mm. kind of artsy and, mm. and um and uh, I mean, it, it's got an art scene. It's different now. It's a bit more like uh, nouveau arts, like yeah. New Yorky. And mm. it used to be more like homemade arts. And right. every was bands and pubs on every mm. corner, and music goes there, and 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 street art, and 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 because it was romantic, and I'd never mm. been there before. It was like the smell it smells different, like mm. eucalyptus or whatever the smells are. And the houses are all these like old, uh, like flat bungalow houses, mm. and it's beautiful, grated. I mean, it's a gorgeous mm. city. And someone had put up as a joke, put up these little signs that were saying, warning, Christian vampires <laughs> have been caught at work, are working in this area, so be careful, hold on to your possession. Now, whether it was a joke, whether it yeah. was just to say, oh, there's pickpockets, whatever it was, it was just an Australian way of going, having a bit of a laugh, right? Oh, and, well, like she's warning you, okay. But they've cool. been putting on yeah. posts because it looked like, kind of looks like you know like a, a cowboy town because of all the posts on like as you walk the, between the shops and the road it's like, it, you know it feels like it feels it felt a little like the wild west mm. being with these guys were who were like mad partiers and mm. trippers and you know etc mm. everything goes we we were going to a, a we were going to a a uh, barbecue uh, down the back uh, down a back alley made mm-hmm. a case of beer a case of VB stubbies mm-hmm. and and I as I went down the alley I was like a little bit wasted and I was mm-hmm. thinking you know this alley looks really it's really kind of scary it's overgrown it's very green like it's overgrown mm-hmm. and dark and then the surrogated metal uh, fence was broken down mm-hmm. and we pushed through it and we stepped into this full on barbecue party uh, with all the other band members and some other guys from other bands so all looking like pirates and I was like a little bit tipsy <laughs> very tipsy and, but, and, the, and then one of the guys the sound guy his son was like a four year old mm. kid I can't remember the little kid's name but his mum had made him a three piece pink um, a three piece pink a corduroy jacket with nice. like with yeah, he, he was so cute right but I in my mind someone mentioned this someone mentioned v- vampires I got my mind vampires and somewhere in the back of my mind all that fear from my childhood vampires yeah. and I sat at the table and t- looked around and thought I'm like, these guys oh oh my goodness and started like playing a little mind trick with myself and with the as we got more and more wasted I started thinking oh man I I hope these guys are vampires. <laughs> I'm an adult at this yeah. point, right? And I remember Squeezebox Wally, which was the guy that played the squeeze on yeah. that. He, he was working the barbecue. He's, you know, his love, his love. So he had all these sausages. And he, and he came over with one on a second filled sausage. And I, I was like, sausage. And I, was, and I thought, it's you and me. 
And I remember throwing it back at him. And then the little boy went, what are you doing? Throwing a sausage. Like, really? And he picked the sausage up. And, he started, and, and, I, and I thought, it's the leader of the vampire. And I, in, my mind, in my mind, I got completely went into this little thing. Oh. Of, and I remember curling beside Greg. And Greg was like, Greg Neal was just like laughing at me. And I had my head in, head in his shit. He's, he's like, you're hilarious. I'm like, I think we got to get out of here, man. <laughs> and it was, and it was like, horribly embarrassing because they all just said, like Greg told them, but they're just like, you're hilarious. So I was like, no, I just have a little thing about vampires. And the, the, the little kid obviously went, what went, went, uh, cleared off to bed or whatever, and I thought, and I thought that he was that would make sense, right? Because you, when you're a vampire, you stay, oh, yeah, the same you stay age. young forever, yeah. So I thought, of course, yeah. he's the eldest, he's, the eldest. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the in leader. a pink, little pink corduroy <laughs> suit, he's and, the worst one. <laughs> and I don't know, and I don't know what that is, I don't know where that came from, I don't know why it's there was no, there's no rational reason, mm. and it, it sounds mad, right? In my in my frazzled no judgments on this in, show in my frazzled yeah. mind. Well, I'm just being honest. In my friends, yeah. it's it's amusing to me. And it was yeah. amusing the next day, yeah. if somewhat mortifying, as everyone went. <laughs> Some of the things were all vampires, but it was just being out of my depth, mm-hmm. out of out of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. in a foreign, in a in a in a lush romantic like so it was the most romantic mm-hmm. place in the world that I, we'd never really been. Yeah. We went, we crashed, and then amongst these like mad like Australians party beyond other mm. people or did at the time yeah. and this there's a mad barbecue kicking off with, with screaming like dance mm. rock fiddle rock music bam, booming down in the middle of the suburbs with uh, you know and you know it, I just never that all these different accents and everything I just my mind just got my imagination yeah, you're a long way from home a long long way from home and it's tapping into yeah, yeah. I also like that and, and, then they're, and then they're making fun of me on top of it so I kind of there's just that little yeah. bit of like I, but how great because they have a song about being cannibals like they're hiding in plain sight I just thought only in, in and, and in later years I went to see them in Toronto uh-huh. and uh, and took them all a bunch of sausages for laughing they, they laughed and laughed and laughed at me. oh I love it you turn this is a really significant thing to me <laughs> yeah but what they didn't realise that was human meat <laughs> and they ate it <laughs> so you fed them I, they don't care they're vampires they're enjoying well it might have been human meat I bought in the Polish district of Toronto well, so you never anything know. I think the Polish district of Canada is. That's not, is that racist? Is that Polish, I don't know. Polish people eat do, meat? I don't Human meat? I mean, you no, know, no, no, no. it's all. It's just, it just adds go, to the. Let's go to the Polsky sklep. No, no if you're going to have, yeah, you have like a, if you're gonna have like a, a, a meat, uh, a butcher that sells human meat, you probably go Eastern European at this point. I would say it, Eastern human European meat is probably more expensive. Eastern European, Eastern human meat. Yeah, no, but if you're for scare factor, oh. if you're putting a film, would you oh, use you a use film. a butcher? You'd make them Eastern European, Russian, or maybe um, East East African. No, it wouldn't be that. Where, that would be where, racist. Where, oh, that. No. that would be really racist. <laughs> well, see, but why? Why though? Oh, well, you're, you're more, it's more about the scary. It's more about the ability of the people there, and those people have been through mm-hmm. such troubled times yeah. that there must be people amongst yeah. them who are willing to do almost anything to make money see I think that, if you're going to go that's if, why you would be believable to put to put that person in that situation it's nothing to do with race if you were going to go scary scary person selling human meat I think you want to go the League of Gentlemen route and have like the most mainstream cheery Mr. Mr. Bones well, the butcher Sweeney guy Todd, that's yeah Sweeney, Sweeney Todd, Todd and, uh, yeah that's well yeah. That, I guess so I, but I think if you're doing it realistically in a film You'd end up. It would be. Oh, it could be. It could be a Scotsman, like way up in the countryside, happy. Oh, haggis. Yeah, Anything up. could be ah. in there. Oh. 
I love haggis. Me too. Oh, I'm a haggis vampire. Me too. Big. Oh, maybe yeah. Human haggis. That <laughs> is naming it. my own Edinburgh shows. Haggis vampire. What can I do for you, young sir? Um, pound of direct to sausages, please. What's that caterpillar on your top lip? Has <laughs> your dad not told you how to shave yet? Your face pudding. I dare say. And um. Can I have some of your special stuff? <coughs> you planning on going to this fun fair then? I expect so. I uh, enjoy your turn on the ferry's wheel. <laughs> Please, Mr. Briss. I really want to give it a go. I don't know what you're talking about. I reckon I'm ready for it. Do you now? Come on. On your way. That's a good kid. Let me have some, Mr. Briss, or you'll regret it. Don't! Threaten me. <laughs> your third thing we're going to talk about now, I, I, you know, tell me, just stop taping if this is... Uh, I, the email you sent me, which I really loved. Yeah. So you, say, you said, you're not easily scared, but being alone or abandoned is prevalent in my life, but that might be a bit heavy for a comedy podcast, so let's say hit by a bus. Yeah. I want to go back to the first bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> let's say hit by a bus, I mean stepping in front of a bus to yeah. escape the misery. Okay. So I just... <laughs> of, of being... I'm kidding, I'm joking. Alone and abandoned. No, I mean, this is... This is a, I, don't, I think it's... It's a I safe think, place. No, I think it's because, because we've already had, if you've listened this far into the, mm. into the podcast, if you haven't gone this far, you really it's not I, I, my family are still quite tight my mum and dad mm. are still alive they're in the 80s my brothers live 10 minutes other mm. side of them with their families and it, actually I'm the one that's left and gone mm. away so, it's, so, so the opposite has been true I, I haven't abandoned them because I speak to them all the time but I, and I would never be abandoned by them I know in fact I'm quite secure that I could mm. always have at least could go back to that in fact I've made it as difficult as I can but I could always go back there but because of the relationships and things I've had, because I've moved around and been constantly in different places and never had, mm. uh, never had uh, people that were really close to me. And when I have done, for some reason or another, they've somehow, there's been a history of me being, being sort of um, uh, taken advantage of or, or being uh, backstabbed or... I, I, I don't know. And I think it comes from my fear... Of being the new that new kid or whatever, these mm. always think, yeah, they're being nice to me in my face, but I know they're behind my back. They're mm. secretly, they're all plotting, plotting against me. And I think part is it's the polarization I was talking about. The reason I do stand up because that's the most obvious place to put yourself up there to be heckled and brought down. Yeah, but also to be alone. It's a, it's a, you are on your own. It's a job where you're on your own, but you are not on your own. You're choosing to isolate yourself from the people who are like physically yeah. feet away from you, but yeah. you are separate from them. But you're, and I, yes, yeah. but I'm also putting myself in a position to then be, be left, you know, yeah. every comedian yeah. on this will tell you a yeah. similar story. You rip a room of like a couple of hundred people, and it's you, you. You're king of the world. You're sweating. Everyone's. You people shake your hands on the way out, and then about half an hour later, you there's nobody around. The mm. bar staff have cleaned up. They're actually asking you to get out, and you're walking down the road with your back to your hotel room, yeah. your premier inn, and or <laughs> sorry, Hilton, uh, by, by, Hilton by Hampton. Hey, Hampton look, we know where Lenny Henry's Hampton, Hampton by Hilton. And, uh, <laughs> journeys end. So anyway, jury's in. It's funny they named them for comedians. So 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 they 
the idea of that is actually something you face all the time. So I shouldn't actually be afraid of it. But I, I just think that would be my biggest fear in my life would be to be left somewhere alone. I, you can insult me all you want. You're never going to hurt me. I, yeah. I, I came to this conclusion when I was in late teens. There's nothing you can say to me, Sarah, that is going to offend me to the point where I would never want to speak to you again. I think that's you, why you, I love you. You'd have, you'd, have to go really, you'd have to know me really intimately. Even my brothers haven't been able to do it. But what would hurt me more would be to be ignored um, mm. shunned um, ostracized mm. because that's I know what that feels like because I yeah. went through that as a kid and that's that would be wow. that, so So t- I don't want I, I kind of had this thing I once cursed a guy like a real curse when I discovered um, that uh, that my ex my, my wife and him had had a little had, a, had an affair a little affair and he, he was really unrepentant about it and I didn't really know him I, as, per, as a person he wasn't a friend of mine and I remember sitting in a park. We were walking. He, 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 they met walking mm. each other's dogs. And I remember cursing, like really cursing, like I've never, never, like the way you people used to curse each other. Like, yeah. You know, I put a curse on your head. Like, but yeah. I, it came out fluently, and I cursed him. I cursed him really yeah. heavily that he was going to end up dying a painful, miserable death alone in a bed with a single bulb. And I went into full detail, and you could see a look in his face. He was yeah. a lawyer. because he was going, do, 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 do. And as I walked away, I should have felt amazing. I felt absolutely horrible, and I thought, that, that's a curse curse. That's like a proper curse, even though I'm not superstitious. Yeah. That's a curse curse. That's the kind of thing that comes that's back. That's going to live with him. That's, it, yeah, it can, he, that's going to live with he, him. He's going to live with him. Oh, he's never going to forget the imagery. I, if you say, oh, fuck yourself, whatever. That's no, 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 no. It was, it was a three-minute long, uh, fluent, not a, single, not a single word dropped, a picture, picture of a chair and a glass of water and a, bed, a, a dirty, a, yeah, like a like a wallpaper coming yeah. and not a single person in the world cares about your nose that you're there. Holy shit! That's Yeah, and I walked away. I I walked home and thought, oh my god. I, that I, that's going to come that's, back on me. Yeah, punch that's, someone in the face all you like, but describe slowly the details of their lonely, painful yeah. death. Yeah. That's way yeah, worse. Because no, not it. a single person that cares. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm afraid that that's now going to happen to me. Now, do you enjoy I, your I, own as I, I get older, I've learned to a bit, bit better. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not good at it. Mm. I went to went to Thailand for uh, eight weeks two summers ago, mm. and had an amazing time. Um, why? Because I didn't. No one. No one. I think that's why people do those things. Yeah. No one knows you, and, and I'm not saying you can be who you want to be. So I act like a total asshole. Mm. The opposite is true. I. I didn't. I wasn't drinking. I was training, doing strength training, um, and learning to box. I did diving. Got diving certificates. And diving is really lonely. Like mm. diving is you're completely cut off. Them. Be people. It's the same thing. Either like it or hate it. People are. Yeah. But the idea of just being under you. You. You are completely. Alone, and lonely. All you can hear, all, all you can hear is your own breathing, and I, and and there's oh. something, something, something about it. It's really therapeutic. Yeah, but that sounds like that's totally confronting your own fear yeah, and, isn't it? and kind of conquering it, isn't or, it? Or kind of, not even conquering, but just going like, I can do this. Well, being left alone, and then I, yeah. being left alone with your thoughts. I don't know how mm. other people's creative process works. Mm. Really, it's not something I, I want to take apart. Because I, th- yeah. I think you take it apart, then you just you're boiling the frog, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I am. Um, <laughs> but I've had some. Um, it's the oxygen, or just that. Just that you're left alone with your, with your own thoughts, mm-hmm. with no distractions, no plugs, not plugged in, nothing, no, <laughs> no phone. Yeah. It's just the sound of your own breathing. Yeah. And I had just some real. I think. I think that's what happens to a lot of people that do it. They just have. You have these little epiphanies. 
you you really helps you sort out sort stuff out because mm. that's what you're doing. At the same time, you're looking at beautiful wildlife and f- f- mm. fish and plants, but you're also concentrating because you you can't at any time let your guard down because yeah. you are in a very dangerous. You know, it's very it's it feels really peaceful because yeah. when you know how to do it. But you still know at any point something can happen. Yeah, so, well, you can't just totally so, it's something, so it's really, really great to a form of meditation. So that was Phil Nickel. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. He's ace. My guest next week will be. We're not sure yet. Ooh, it's a mystery. Uh, we've uh, got loads of interviews banked with comedians and funny people and people I love and just haven't sat down and picked out which one uh, we're going to edit next so I hope you'll join us anyway The Fear is produced by Gavin Murphy and the theme tune is by Tim Bazell and you can rate and review the show on iTunes or you can join us at The Fear Podcast uh, on Twitter and if you want to suggest someone you'd like me to interview for the show um, give me a shout and you can add their name in as well and that's a good way of letting them know you'd like to hear them on the podcast um, we're going to be starting to put together series two soon so um, yeah we'd love your suggestions and uh, yeah see you next week with whoever we have on our mystery guest um, don't have nightmares bye great pig Dear podcast connoisseur, it's entirely evident that you know your podcast stuff. Why else are you here? That's why I'm here to recommend Smashpod. What a helpful chap. Now, Smashpod is a podcast celebrating all the Bond films and Bond-related films by those who enjoy, hate, or, you know, just aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. If he's half the genius they say he is, we're in for real trouble. So why not join me as I delve deeply into Bond and Bond-related films, tackling a different film in each episode with an exciting guest by my side. <laughs> I promise you'll have a lovely time. That's putting it mildly, 007. Oh, shut up, Q. Put your fingers away, for God's sake. I hope you don't snore, Q. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. Like you were real different. Bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout season two, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.